Kingdom Revelations is a program of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and Director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. So I was ministering in a city a little while back, and what I was doing was I was training and equipping different churches throughout this city on the, on the prophetic ministry. And something that I began to notice with these different churches was there was actually a lot of apprehension towards the prophetic movement that God's doing throughout the earth. And it was really strange because when I would try and train these people, it was almost as though there was a wall that was up where there, there was actually a lack of trust towards the prophetic gifting. So what I began to do was I started kind of doing some digging and I was meeting with different pastors throughout the city. And what I started to notice was uh, is that a lot of these pastors, they were like, well, you know, Luke, what happened was about 15 years ago, there was a prophetic leader in this specific city and uh, he, he actually didn't move out of prophetic gifting from a place of honor and he didn't understand the proper principles of prophetic gifting and what ended up happening was a lot of people ended up being abused through the gift of prophecy there were uh, actually a lot of legal charges that were against this specific prophetic leader. So with all of these different things kind of compiled together with the abuse and the prophetic, the gifting being used wrongly with it, with these legal charges against this prophetic leader, this is why there was such a wall with these people towards the gift of prophecy. You know, so what I've noticed throughout the world as I've traveled and, and, and as I've ministered in different places and trained people on how to hear the voice of God is that this this actually isn't limited just to this specific city. I've noticed that there's actually a, a really big wall up in the church just towards prophecy in general. And a lot of the times, right when I go to a church and I start ministering and I bring up the prophetic, it's like almost there's almost like this anxiety that begins to stir inside of people's hearts because they don't know whether they can trust this ministry or not. And what I want to do right now is I want to just talk with you a little bit about why there's so much apprehension in the, in the church towards prophecy. Because it's, I believe that it's one of those gifts from God that, that's actually a, a gift from his heart to edify his church and to edify his children. However, there's been such abuse in it, and I just think that it needs to be addressed. Back in the 1980s, there was something really interesting that happened in the church. You know, because before this, there was almost like a lack of revelation in the church that we could actually hear the voice of God. But in the 1980s, God, God released this revelation over the church that we could actually hear him speak. There was a group of us New Testament people that were all fired up because we're like, man, we actually know that we can hear God speak again and we can prophesy and we can speak the word of the Lord. So what we began to do in the church is we began to look throughout the scriptures and we looked in the New Testament and what we were looking for is we were looking for a prophetic leader to model the prophetic ministry after. So a lot of you guys would know this, that in the New Testament, there's not a lot of New Testament prophets mentioned. You know, Jesus was a prophet. We know that Agabus, Judas, and Silas were prophets. We can see that in the book of Acts. However, there's only like two or three verses about those guys, so we can't really model an entire ministry after those prophets. You know, so as New Testament people, we looked over the New Testament and we didn't see an embodiment of the prophetic ministry. And so what we did is we actually overlooked Paul's teachings on, on prophecy in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And we looked to a place where there were many prophetic leaders for us to model the prophetic ministry after. So where we looked was we looked into the Old Testament. 
we looked at all these prophets that prophesied in Old Testament times, and we began to model our ministry after how they prophesied. Now, how many of you guys know, like, that's a very dangerous thing to do because Old Testament prophets prophesied in a very different way than New Testament people would prophesy. Why is that? It's because they lived under a different covenant. I want to explain to you how Old Testament prophecy worked. How it worked was, you know, sin still stood as a barrier between man and God in the Old Testament because Jesus didn't come to redeem mankind. He didn't come to die for sin yet. So sin actually stood as a barrier and a wall between man and God. So a prophet's job in prophesying was to come to the people to be able to pinpoint the wall and to bring correction to the people in hopes that they would actually remove that wall of sin so that there could be reconciliation between man and God. If they didn't remove that wall, it was actually a prophet's job to, to share the consequences of, that, of them not removing that wall. Now because of that, in the Old Testament prophecy, it was very judgmental. It was condemning, and it was very correctional. So it was a ministry based on judgment, condemnation, and correction. Now, how many of you guys know, like, if we brought those principles into New Testament times and started prophesying in this way when Jesus already died for our sins, a lot of people are going to get hurt. You know, this is when it became popular in the 1980s for a, for a prophet to stand behind a pulpit and to point at someone and to publicly expose their sin. And, you know, like, I, I never agree with that in any way whatsoever because I never believe that it's God's heart to humiliate his children. When this began to happen, so many people got hurt because there was a misunderstanding of the prophetic ministry. And, you know, Paul, he, he really explains and teaches very well on what New Testament prophecy should look like. If you look in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3, Paul says that prophecy is for the edification of the church, which means to build up. It's for the exhortation, which means to encourage, and it's for the comforting of the church. You know, so Old Testament prophecy, judgment, condemnation, correction. In New Testament times, prophecy looks like edification, exhortation, and comforting. Like those are very different things. God's calling the church to shift from this Old Testament mentality where we prophesied from Old Testament principles, and he's actually calling us to realign ourselves to prophesy from a New Testament lens. You know, so a lot of you, you might be asking yourselves, like, I mentioned how correctional prophecy is more of an Old Testament thing, so, you know, is, is there a correctional element to New Testament prophecy? And absolutely there is. However, I believe that um, correctional prophetic stuff, it's done best in the context of relationship. You know, as in me and my wife, like, we're in a relationship, and I've, I've given her permission to speak into my life. If she sees something that she feels is off and Holy Spirit is leading her, I allow her to bring uh, correctional prophecy into my life so that my life can be brought into alignment. You know, I also believe that if someone walks in the office of a prophet, I think that they, there's times where they might be able to speak in a correctional way. So I, I, I'm not saying that God would never do that. However, I am saying that, like, I believe that there's an appropriate way to bring correctional prophecy if that's the case. If we were to kind of look in and just compare Old Testament prophecy to New Testament prophecy, you know, Old Testament prophecy is like looking for the dirt and trying to just point out the dirt to someone, where New Testament prophecy is like, you look at someone and there's dirt there, there's dysfunction there because we're all in process, we're all on a journey. However, we're looking past the dirt into the gold and the potential of who that person was created to be. You know, and that's very different. 
And God actually wants to just renew our mind to understand that we can't just throw out the baby with the bathwater in this. Just because we've seen abuses in the prophetic ministry in the past, we can't just throw out an entire ministry. We actually need to embrace God's heart in this ministry through prophecy because it actually is an expression of his heart. So right now, I just want to, uh, I want to lead you just through a time of, of maybe repentance. Because a lot of us, we've, we've really disregarded the things of God out of fear. But God wants to actually redeem those things in our eyes so that he can speak to us through all ways. So Holy Spirit, right now, we just thank you that you're here with us. And I just pray for those of us who have been hurt by the prophetic ministry in the past, God, for those who have seen the abuses of the things of the Spirit. And God, right now, I just pray that you just bring a cleansing over our hearts so that we won't perceive the things of the Spirit through a distorted lens, God, but that we'll, that we'll see them in the, in the way that you want them to be seen. God, that we'll see them in their pure state. So Jesus, right now, we just repent for times when we've been offended and we've, we've thrown out the things of God because we've seen the negative side of it, God. We just repent of that, God. And, you know, we, we do. We just throw out everything that's bad in, in past movements and past things that have happened and maybe negative words that have been spoken over us. We throw those things out, but we just embrace the things of God that you've ordained for the church to walk in. So, God, we just pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you bring a true revelation of New Testament prophecy in the church, that we can hear your voice, God, and be able to express your message of the Father's heart throughout the nations through the prophetic ministry. In Jesus' name.